0: This is Finance for Artists and Musicians with your friend, me, Danny Plays. Before we get started, I want you to breathe and release any judgment or pressure you have on yourself because we are all learning here and trying to survive this thing called life. Happy, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Finance for Artists and Musicians podcast with me, Danny Plays. My friend Carter is a super talented musician who is always on the road, touring from city to city around the country. He is used to living on a tight budget, and honestly, he loves what he does and wouldn't have it any other way. One summer while Carter was on tour, though, his car broke down and it was a major setback as he needed to get to his next gig in just a few days and Carter knew he had to get the car fixed ASAP but he didn't have enough money to cover the cost of repairs so with no other options, he put those repairs on his credit card thinking he could pay it off quickly but he didn't account for the fact that he was already living on a tight budget and the additional debt only made things worse. As he continued on with his tour, Though he found himself struggling to make ends meet, he had to put more expenses on his credit card, including gas, food, and lodging. And before long, he was in over his head with debt. If Carter had an emergency savings fund, he would have been able to cover the cost of the car repairs without going into debt, and he could have easily accessed the funds he needed and continued on with his tour without the added stress of mounting debt. Approximately 36% of Americans have no emergency savings at all. It's about 37% globally. And only 39% of Americans have enough savings to cover an unexpected $1,000 expense. This is a significant amount of people who do not have adequate emergency savings. And if this includes you, you're leaving yourself vulnerable to financial hardship in the event of an unexpected expense or emergency. And trust me, they come. An emergency fund is a sum of money that is set aside to cover unexpected financial expenses or emergencies, such as medical bills, car repairs, or job loss. The purpose of an emergency fund is to provide a financial safety net, allowing you to cover these unexpected expenses without having to rely on credit cards, loans, or other forms of debt. Ideally, an emergency fund should be kept in a separate savings account that is easily accessible, but not so accessible that you're tempted to dip into it for non-emergency expenses. A general rule of thumb is to have at least three to six months worth of living expenses saved in an emergency fund, although the exact amount you need may depend on your personal circumstances such as your job security, family situation, and level of debt. So this means that if your monthly expenses are $3,000, you should aim to save between $9,000 to $18,000 in your emergency fund. However, if you have a higher income or more financial obligations, such as dependents or a mortgage, you may need to save more. It's also important to remember that an emergency fund is a personal financial safety net and the amount you need to save may differ from what others suggest. You should evaluate your individual circumstances and adjust your emergency savings goal accordingly. There are several reasons why we may not have an emergency savings fund, such as being unaware of the importance of having an emergency savings fund or not know how to start building one. Living paycheck to paycheck can be real difficult to Set aside money for an emergency fund if you're struggling to cover basic living expenses. And unexpected expenses, such as medical bills or car repairs, can deplete any existing emergency savings fund so if you're already kind of in this situation it might make it difficult to start building one again also if you're carrying a lot of debt you may prioritize paying off debt over building an emergency savings fund same if you have low income and are already struggling to make ends meet some of us may also believe that they will not face any unexpected expenses or emergencies leading them to neglect building an emergency savings fund however this is a bit of a dangerous mentality Overall it can be challenging, but it is an important part of a healthy financial plan, and it is important to prioritize this, even if it means making some sacrifices in the short term, as it can help provide financial stability and a peace of mind in the long run. So if you can carve out a way to save for an emergency savings fund, it will help you be more financially secure. Avoid debt, have flexibility in your financial planning, allowing you to make changes to your budget or handle unexpected expenses without causing financial strain. Also, reduce financial stress, which can have a significant impact on mental and emotional well-being. Having an emergency fund can help reduce this anxiety that is often associated with unexpected expenses or emergencies. And it also lowers the risk of being in a situation where you may be forced to sell investments or assets at a loss or take on high interest debt to cover unexpected expenses. So in other words, it protects your long-term financial goals. All right, so with this in mind, an emergency savings fund should be easily accessible and liquid, meaning that you can access the funds when needed without having to sell assets or take on debt. Here are the components of an emergency savings fund. Cash is the most liquid form of savings and should be the primary component of your emergency fund. This could include money in a checking account, savings account, or a money market account. A savings account now is a safe place to keep your emergency fund. And many banks offer high-yield saving accounts that earn interest on your savings. A money market account, on the other hand, is a type of savings account that typically offers a higher interest rate than a traditional savings account. Certificates of deposit or CDs are time deposits that earn interest and they can be a good option for longer term emergency savings. However, CDs usually have a penalty for early withdrawal, so you should only use them for funds that you won't need to access quickly. U.S. Treasury bills or bonds are considered safe investments that can be a good option for emergency savings, however, they are not as easily accessible as cash or savings accounts and they can also be subject to fluctuations in interest rates and market conditions. Overall, an emergency savings fund should be a mix of easily accessible cash and other savings instruments that can earn interest while still being accessible when needed. Actually, I recently helped my friend Jackie put a plan together to save for an emergency fund. First, we set a savings goal, and she wanted to save at least three to six months of living expenses to feel financially secure. That is the recommended amount, but that's also what she felt the most comfortable with. She then created a budget to track her income and expenses and identified the areas where she could cut back on spending. Jackie automated her savings by setting up automatic transfers from her checking account to emergency fund savings account each month, and she cut back on non-essential expenses such as eating out and subscriptions and redirected those funds towards her emergency savings fund. When Jackie received unexpected money such as a tax refund or work bonus she put that money towards this fund and kept it separate by opening a separate savings account to resist the temptation to dip into one of these funds for non-emergency expenses which was really smart. And ultimately, she was willing to make the life changes needed to do this. If her living expenses changed, or if she experienced a significant life change, such as a new job or move, she would reevaluate her emergency savings fund and adjust her savings goals accordingly. Not having an emergency savings fund in the past got her into a situation where she was accumulating debt, and it took a while for her to climb out of. Her new year resolution, though, was to become financially prepared so she could weather unexpected situations without experiencing the stress of going into debt or not being able to cover these essential expenses. So as you budget this, plan for your emergency savings fund to cover your essential living expenses. In other words, the basic costs that you and or your family needs to cover in order to maintain your standard of living. And these expenses typically include housing, food, transportation, healthcare, childcare and education, personal and hygiene products, debt payments, and telecom and utility services. These essential expenses can vary depending upon your location, family size, and lifestyle. So it's important to prioritize these expenses and create a budget that allows you to cover them while also building an emergency fund and saving for your future goals. So I'm setting you a goal this week to think about how you can save for an emergency fund and if not, when you can start saving for one. The amount of money you want to put away in this fund, the type of account, whether it's a savings account, money market account, uh, high yield savings account, and also the allocation of these instruments. So is it going to be all cash? Do you want to invest it in CDs and ladder it because you don't need it immediately? Just start kind of thinking about the specifics around what your plan is to execute on this. And then we will be back next Wednesday with another episode. So I will see you then. This content is for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. You can seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.